Yeah, 100 episodes. How's everybody doing with 100 episodes? Pretty okay. Yeah, here's 100 of them. I listened to one of them. Just one? I think so. I listened to more than that. More than that, you say? Yeah. Wants to get started talking about uh, some video games. Should we wait till we have three thousand viewers? Three thousand five hundred eight million. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We want eight million viewers first. Mm-hmm. No, we, have, we have eighteen million. No. Oh, okay. That's probably good. Uh, <clears throat> I've got a question that is somewhat timely. Oh, a timely question. Mm-hmm. Timely. Is that like Bruce Lee's brother? Yeah. Is this a question that is the show? Or is it an official question? Or is this a pre-game Oh, it could be an official question. Okay. Well, let's go okay. ahead and just say the beginning of the show. All right. Uh, yeah. This is the Answered Credit Show, episode 100. Uh, I'm Tim Rogers. That's 108 on Twitter. If you like that. And uh, I guess you're next, then. All right. I'm Brandon Sheffield. I'm Necrosofty on Twitter. And I'm uh, Frank Zipaldi. I'm Frank Zipaldi on Twitter. Boom. Deal with it. You guys should have registered early. Well, I didn't want to have Twitter for a really long time. (laughs) I have a three-letter Twitter handle, so... Yeah, you actually win that. I mean, I could have had my own name. I've registered early enough. Um, So, yeah, the thing that I was thinking about Mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, it was the 20th anniversary of that Sega Saturn. It was? Yeah. Quite recently, last week. Yeah, fact. last week. And um, I was just thinking, is there anything that uh, that could have been done to save that console? Ah. Uh, it's like starting... Sega Saturn. Starting with their terrible launch. So as, as you all may or may not know, um, out there in pod, I mean, show land, insert credit show net land. It's not podcast land anymore. We changed to a new land. Insert show. Insert insert show land. Hey, I'll move forward too. And you can grab that. Uh, I grab my coffee. Um, so the Saturn was supposed to come out uh, sometime after the PlayStation One. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about the U.S. Here. I'm talking about in the U.S. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But the uh, PlayStation suddenly it became apparent that the PlayStation and the Ultra 64 were going to really rely heavily on them polygon graphics, and the Saturn was not particularly doing that. Yeah. So they kind of made a couple little hardware shifts in in the real quick style and uh, released it in the U.S. six months earlier than they were going to, with only three games: Panzer Dragoon, Clockwork Knight. Clockwork Knight and uh, Virtual Fighter, I think. Yeah, V Fight. Clockwork <clears throat> Knight's a remarkable game because it's like a Sega Genesis game, but it's on the Saturn. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it has they, some good, real bad CG. In it. They uh, they they launched for a hundred bucks more than the PlayStation, and 
uh, didn't have games, and it was it was a problem. But then it wound up being pretty popular in Japan still, but just not. It it kept being feeling tone deaf over here and confused. Uh, so do you think there's anything that could have been done after that to save the thing here? Because it's pretty much pretty well viewed as first of all the time when the U.S. and Japanese branches diverged the mm-hmm. most, and also when Sega was really starting to hit the nails into its own coffin. Well, I think Sega America kind of lost its identity around that time. Like, we think of Sega as uh, Sega of America as being this sort of long-standing thing, you know, with a voice. But really, if you if you if you step back and actually examine it, it seems to only be like. Sonic 1 through Saturn, basically, is the Sega of America that we think of. Well, yeah, but yeah. There's, there's also... So the only place that the Master System did all right was Europe. Right. And then the Genesis and uh, Mega Drive in the UK did well in the US and the UK. Yeah. Um, and both of those com- consoles didn't do well that well in Japan. So they were... They were willing to give more leeway, I guess. But then the Saturn came out, and they're like, all right, we know what we're doing now. Well, and I guess that's what I'm saying is that, like, I think the Genesis succeeded um, because of very specific, um, you know, U.S.-focused marketing and products. Yeah. Um, And I don't think that they had a voice anymore by the time the Saturn came around. So I don't think, I don't know if that would have, you know, quote-unquote saved the Saturn, because it wasn't, you know... It didn't do tremendously in Japan either, right? I think it did quite well, did it? actually. Uh, it did okay. Uh, I mean, I think probably better than the U.S. I yeah. think I think it had you know close to a third market share. Okay. Uh, whereas here it was like I don't know ten percent. Well, there was just no product on Saturn. Well, there was. It was just. I think that so. I think that it wasn't that Sega of America didn't have a voice. I feel like they kind of got their teeth knocked out mm-hmm. by uh, Sega of Japan. Because, you know, they were going to make a 3D Sonic game. Sonic Extreme. They were going to make that Sonic Extreme. Mm-hmm. And they were using the Knights engine, and then Yuji Naka was like, don't use my engine or I quit. Yep. And then they didn't want him to quit. So then those guys had to start over with something else, and then it just wasn't going well. They started over about three times. Yeah. And, you know, they, they were just... they were uh, Their efforts were getting stymied, but also their... It's true that the product wasn't quite wasn't quite there, but they did have great stuff toward the end. There were cool games, but there's nothing you could point at, you know, even planned that would have been a system seller. It's hard. It's hard to say because, like, Shining Force Three, I feel like could have been a system seller. An so, RPG in America in the '90s is a system seller. What about Final Fantasy VII? That was a system seller. True. Yeah. Uh, True. You know, like that's. Uh, and I think, you know, a Sonic that wasn't Sonic R, they could have they could have pushed the sports harder than they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, it's <clears throat> it's it's strange because they they had all these great arcade ports that just somehow still felt niche. And I think it was like it was very Japanese or something. Uh, yeah. Well, they didn't like. I guess Sony was a just generally a bigger company, like mm. a much, much bigger company, and they get started making games, and they just went about it business-wise more. They had a better, like, relationship with people like EA. They got the EA Sports hyped yeah. up on 
the PlayStation for some reason, like it being brand new. I remember NBA Live '95 being uh, super huge among all the kids in my high school. Like, I want a PlayStation because that NBA Live '95 is on there. And uh, Sega had some of that stuff too, but not at the same level. It's like they almost. I mean, the Genesis owned it with sports games, mm-hmm. and they just didn't make any kind of transition. It's like Sony was talking to people like EA before uh, it occurred to Sega to do it, because Sega just figured they'd be making the games. Yeah. It's like a curious thing that I've never read any kind of history about. Well, I think they also figured that since the Genesis was popular, this you know people would just naturally make games for their system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it just it just didn't quite happen, partially because their stuff was so tough to make games for. Uh, but like, it's still tough <clears> to <throat> emulate a Saturn. Yeah, you can't, crazy. can't really do it uh, super well. But one of so you know, as as an example, they started to put out all these basically arcade perfect fighting games. Nobody else could do that mm-hmm. at the time, yeah. and none of them came to America. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, it's it's not, that's just, it's an example. It's not like that's what they should have focused on. I know, like, but it's like... If I, they I, owned a hardcore niche, that would have pushed it out a bit. Sure. Into, into Yeah, the world. it would have helped, but like, I have a hard time... Okay, so what what is the definitive mm-hmm. sort of system-selling game that, that you know, would have sold systems in 96 or whatever? Would that just be Final Fantasy VII? A 3D Sonic the Hedgehog, I think, could have done it if Sega yeah. would have, like, owned up to their roots. Like, it's yeah. it's cool to look at it now and be like, whoa, they made new stuff. They made, like, five new mascots. They made yeah. Knights and Bug and yeah. Clockwork Knight and Panzer Dragoon. But they didn't make a Sonic. Yeah. And that's just weird as heck. And it's yeah. like... This is a bad, bad it's idea. It's weird that it... I, yeah. yeah. I love saying, like, oh, you know, people should make original games and all that. But it's like... Uh, I they really should have not done that at that time. <laughs> yeah. They were like they were a little too confident too soon. It's like if they would have rolled with more Sonic games and then introduced stuff, then by the time the Dreamcast came around, they would have been invincible. But uh, yeah, it was a uh, hubris. They they yeah. they were they felt like they were on top of the world, even though there were strong indications through the three thirty two X and the Sega CD that yeah. that was that was not the case. But like they had. The dream, the Dreamcast, the Saturn was kind of combining those two technologies, the Sega CD and the 32X, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They could have been planning for a 3D Sonic game a lot sooner. And yeah. It I mean, is they weird. should have been planning it. on it from the moment they were like, yeah, we're making a CD. Well, they, they've been yeah. planning on it for quite a while, but it was... And you know, I, I, I hate to to throw them under the bus or anything, but it was it was uh, Sega Technical Institute the entire time. Yeah, like there was there was no all star like Sega like Sonic team even like, yeah. planning of a Sonic game ever that I know of. Yeah. I don't know if you know. Granted, most of them were in America at that time, other than Naka, I think. Like mm-hmm. Naka, I think went back to Japan around that time. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't remember. But like, there was still magic in Sega Japan. And you know there was a there was still talent at, at STI, but I I don't other than like Sonic Two is has STI shipped a game that's just a classic? I don't think so. No. Yeah. So you know, like I I, I actually think talent would, might have been misplaced on Sonic. Yeah, man, it's a tough one because I I feel like given that it's one of my favorite consoles, 
it ought to be, uh, ought to have been possible. But at the same time, it's it's one of those things where, you know, like the PC Engine, people people say, hey, uh, I'm getting one of these. What should I get for it? And it's yeah. like, well, I don't know what you should get for it. I can right. tell you what I like, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what the world should have. I mean, it's it, but there's you know, Panzer Dragon Spy. Like yeah. that's. That game was dang, great. That's pretty dang good. And like, it's one of the best games ever made. But it's the, and also there's the fact that the Saturn started to get really, really good games in like 1998. Yeah. And 97, 98, and but everyone had kind of already given up and been like, all right, let's just put let's make this Dreamcast instead. Well, and, the, the 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 technology was you know a bad idea to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had to get weird with it. But they, they you know, they could have pushed a little harder on things like Panzer Dragoon Saga and yeah. Burning Rangers and and, you know, the the legitimately really good games that they put out at the end of the system's life where they were like, Well, kinda gotta shove these out now. Well there's uh, no yeah, at that point there's no money cost. to market those things. Yeah. yeah. But um they they wound up having like a gap between in America, there was a like a year gap where Sega had no console out that was supported. Yeah, that, that's crazy. So there's a bunch of stuff in the chat here. We can say, uh, yeah, let's do it. There was uh, uh, Vincent Diamante is saying that he kind of remembers Sakura Tyson outselling Final Fantasy VII in Japan. Oh, that's not right. just the initial sales. That's right. That is interesting. That is very interesting. Um, yeah, and that never came out here. Mm. Yeah. So uh, and then. K Tall Guy says Final Fantasy VII redefined what RPGs were at the time, and they used the CG to completely redefine the marketing. So it's tough to imagine Sega would have been able to predict that. Yeah. And then he also points out that since the Genesis was popular, people would just make games for the Saturn. Was their thinking, and that's the exact same situation from PS2 to PS3. Yeah, that's and that true. is interesting as well. And also, Wii to Wii U. And also, and, yeah, a, exactly. a similar there's the similar analog from PS2 to PS3 where they made a more complicated architecture yep. that they were expecting. People are just going to rush right into. And people are like, ah, it's hard. And uh, <laughs> Belthegor points out that Kid Chameleon is an STI game that was pretty good. That but, is not uh, a classic. Nah, it's not a classic. I it's wouldn't right. really call it a classic either. I like it. It's fine. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But it's all those STI ideas. games are just, I don't know, they they just feel, I don't know, they feel kind of posery to me, all of them. I don't know why. So the thing that K. Guy, a.k.a. Keenan, said was, you know, that um, Sega couldn't have predicted that Final Fantasy VII was going to do that uh, that that marketing push with the with the CG. And the thing is, like, they should have not they shouldn't have predicted it, but they should have predicted something because that was what Sega was good at back in the day. Was yeah. like, you know, let's invent blast blast processing and make the, up that that's real, or you know, some rather than just '90s aggro in your face. You suck marketing, which is all they could muster. They they should have tried to define what their console was and why people needed it. I still don't think they had the product, ever. Like, you know, the product for PlayStation was Final Fantasy VII. You see the marketing, and it's like, wow, this is an epic, giant movie that I get to play, right? Yeah. You see the previews for Mario 64, and it's, oh my god, I can walk anywhere. I can walk behind walls now. That's crazy. Well, they had a game that had both of those things. It was Grandia. had the rotating camera, huge, weird polygon backgrounds, and the student yeah. being in this big world, being a big movie. Grandia was really hyped in Japan. Was that a launch game? No, sure wasn't. 
I mean, when did that come? Yeah, it was 97? Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about, was like, there, there was no... Nothing at launch, no. Yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was no, you know, like, like Wii Sports. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're, they're, like, like the, the systems that really took off had there was a, that defining game right at they the should, They should have had, like, Virtua Fighter 2 out. Virtua, as uh, yeah, Vincent Diamante points out, Virtua Fighter 2 took a whole year yeah. to come out. Yeah, they should have had Virtua Fighter 2. They should have had uh, a Sonic game that was... Of a 3D Sonic yeah. thing, um, then they still should have had Daytona USA. Yes, um, they should have had Sakura Tyson, which came out in 1996, I think, or possibly 95 in Japan. I forget. Um, and kept Panzer Dragoon for the weirdos, you know. Uh, the weirdos rule. And and then and then Knights. Like I, th- I think if you had that, if you launched with a lineup like that, you had things that you could push. Yeah. Um, but it's true. It may still not have been a great success, but. It, it would have been better. I don't know. Yeah. It right. should, have, should have been a 3D Sonic. They should have had a Sonic 64. Mm-hmm. Except not 64. Sonic 32. Sonic so, 32. <laughs> so quickly, and I know you know this, it wasn't just the Saturn anniversary. Yeah. Well, there's another anniversary that I have a, I have a question, question about. That. Let's do it. Here's a question. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Put your topic number two. Put your topic. Put your topic. Put I just want to point out at the very end... Uh, final thing we'll, we'll reference. Uh, Belthegor says Kid Chameleon is legitimately his favorite Genesis game. So I just want to well, good huh. for that guy. I just want to apologize to you then. Say <laughs> sorry that that's your experience. Uh, but uh, why, Steve, is, why did my computer monitor go off? Because you have it set to do that. No, it shouldn't be doing it when I'm streaming. I have it. Uh, well, that's okay. It's, I'm using Open Broadcaster. Are we still live? Is the question. That well, the computer's still on. Oh, you got to enter a password to get back in. Oh. That's cool. I'm going to enter the password while I talk about the question. Okay. Well, let's make sure that it's working, and we'll just take a, a yeah yeah. A mul- once once we hiatus. find out that it actually works, uh, if it's still no streaming, one's moving over there. Uh, I think. No, it's because it's paused because it, it keeps my bandwidth open. Yeah, it looks like it still works. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Everybody, tell us if we're still okay. Still live. Yeah. Okay. We're still live, even if the camera goes off. Uh, so we can just let that go off. Anyway. Um, Yesterday was the 22nd anniversary. Was it yesterday? 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 Yeah, yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday was the uh, 22nd anniversary of Sonic Tuesday. Hmm. So that's two twos. Yeah. So the 22nd anniversary is obviously the most important one. But how would you like a third twos? Uh, that's uh, today is Tuesday. We're traditionalists here, so we celebrate Sonic Tuesday on the nearest Tuesday. Yeah, right. Right. Makes sense. So my question re Sonic Tuesday, and I think this is a good one. And this is going to involve a little bit of brain work for everybody. Uh-oh. Where were you on Sonic Tuesday? What was happening in your life on Sonic Tuesday? I think I was completely oblivious to Sonic Tuesday existing, unfortunately. Whoa, really? I'm certainly not. Oh, man, because you were on the EGMs, weren't you, Frank? I don't think yeah. I could afford well, a game console yet. No, I don't remember Sonic Tuesday happening, but I remember Sonic 2 coming out. Um, oh, you don't remember? It being I don't remember it being up? like the day. No, because they they'd hyped it up in EGM for like I, I several wasn't, months. I wasn't actually reading EGM yet. Oh, um, my first EGM was the Sonic Two cover. Oh, um, I well, I, I quickly want to tell a story. So it, it about was yesterday, if that's okay. Sure. Which is that uh, I have a Sonic Two T-shirt, like a vintage one mm-hmm. that came out on Sonic Tuesday, um, and. I wore it exactly once ever, and uh, yesterday I wore it for the second time in my life. I had no idea why. 
didn't even realize it was Sonic Tuesday. Second time on the 22nd yeah. anniversary of Sonic, Sonic Tuesday. 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 Yeah. Didn't even realize it. Just was That's great. Felt was, a need to wear that shirt yesterday. Was it like Sonic Tuesday or Sonic 2 Tuesday? Sonic 2 Tuesday. Sonic 2 Tuesday. Sonic 2 Day. Sonic 2 Two Day. 2 Two Day. Why can't every day just be Sonic 2 Day for Sonic 2? Mm, yeah. Think about that. So Sonic Tuesday, I was 10 years old. So I'm... 10 years old. I was, uh, I was 11. Yeah. 11. And, uh... I was, uh, 13. I guess... Yeah, man, when I was 11, I didn't even have a TurboGrafx yet. So that means I only had an Atari 2600 and an Intellivision. So Sonic Tuesday, I guess maybe one of my friends somewhere might have had one of those. So I, uh, at the time I had an, an NES and I had a Game Boy and a bunch of games. And um, I loved Sonic 1, which I played. Um, actually, my uncle had Sonic 1. Um, and I played the heck out of it. And then uh, I played Sonic 2 at a KB toy store at the, uh, I believe, Meadows Mall in Las Vegas, Nevada, which probably isn't even there anymore. Um, and was like, well, I have to have this. Uh, I sold my Game Boy and all, I believe, six games to one of my mom's co-workers uh, and bought a Genesis Core system and Sonic 2. Um, and I remember kids at school being really confused, like, why didn't you just get the one with Sonic 1? And uh, for some reason, it didn't occur to them that that was more money than getting Neat. the Core system. It was, huh. it was a matter of financial. So I bought my own Genesis and Sonic 2 to play. That owns. And uh, I would imagine that was probably like early to mid-December. It wasn't exactly Sonic Tuesday or anything. Because I remember, I sold him to the Game Boy for his kids for Christmas. So uh-huh. I definitely got it soon after Sonic Tuesday, but I don't remember being cognizant of the day. You know, I also now recall that my stepbrother had a Genesis. So I reckon he probably got Sonic 2 for Christmas from his dad. Yeah. Uh, so I probably played it not too long after that, I kind of forgot about that whole part of the equation. But yeah, I, I, I was not paying attention to game marketing for a long time. I think there's actually only a brief window in which I did pay attention to it, unfortunately. I should pay a lot more attention to it than I do. So that's a very anticlimactic answer for me. <laughs> what about you, Tim? Uh, well, I mean, I'd been reading EGM for a while. I knew Sonic 2 was coming out on that exact day. Uh, I did not have a Genesis. Uh, as uh, Cyberpocalypse points out in the chat, I was a sheltered child, and while I had heard of the Genesis, it was a mysterious imposter game system the weird kids owned. Yes. That was uh, yeah. similar to my family. Uh, in There was one weird kid, and that was my brother's friend, Brandon, who had a Sega Genesis and would talk about it all the time. And my only experience with Sega Genesis was at Sears. I had played a Sega Genesis at Sears. I had played Sonic 1. And, uh, like, Brandon was, and this is, like, no joke, he was the kid who had an uncle who worked at Sega. Nice. Right? And that's what he said. My uncle works for Sega. Uh, he says that, you know, the Sonic 2 is the best. Like, he actually was saying that. And he was just pumping it up, and he was always coming over to our house and playing the Super Nintendo. And... Talking about how the uh, the Genesis was the best, 
And uh, we we weren't allowed to play video games during the week, so I didn't play any video games. I went out and checked the mailbox on Sonic Tuesday, and the new issue of VGM had not showed up. So that was it. That's where I was. On Sonic <laughs> All right. But I was prescient of the fact that the game was coming out, and then that Friday, Brandon came over and played Final Fantasy II on the Super Nintendo with us that we had rented from the grocery store, and he talked about how great Sonic 2 was. <laughs> and uh, my brother Roy was like, why don't you bring your Genesis over, man? We can play it. And he's like, oh, I don't know, man. You know, oh, My dad won't let me take it over. It's like, what? I don't even know if he had a Genesis. <laughs> and then he, like several weeks later, right before Christmas offered to sell his Genesis to my brother. He's like, I'll sell you my Genesis for $100 with Sonic 1. And he's like, well, what about Sonic 2? Can we get Sonic 2 as well? He's like, uh, no, just with Sonic 1. And he was like like repeatedly offering to sell us his no Genesis no. for $100 with Sonic 1. And my brother was like begging my mom and dad, can you please, 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 please? <laughs> and my mom and dad were like, no. And then we did get a Genesis the next year. We... Uh, me and my big brother pooled our money together and we got the Genesis with Sonic 2 and Streets of Rage 2. Nice. And Secret of Mana also for that Christmas. So I didn't get to play Sonic 2 until Christmas Day, 1993. Dang. Hmm. But I was aware of Sonic 2 and I had this guy constantly telling us it's the best game ever made over and over again every week. And then he offers to sell his Genesis and but not with Sonic 2. And then you get it and then like... Two months later, Sonic 3 comes out. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> nice. Sonic 3 ruled. And that's the end of that story. What do we got for people talking about their Sonic 2? Let's see what other people are saying about Sonic 2. Uh, Vince Diamante says he got his Game Boy the weekend before Sonic Tuesday. Oh, man. So that's interesting. So as, actually, I was getting, as I was getting ready to offload mine, Vince was getting his. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's crazy. You could have sold yours to Vince. Yeah. Beltagore says... I was seven on Sonic Tuesday and don't really remember much from that time. Hence, your preference for Kid Chameleon. <laughs> That's right. Kid Chameleon was the kind of game that would appeal to like a seven-year-old. It's true. And Cynical Sandel says, I wasn't alive. So there's that. Well, well that's your own fault. That's, that's your goddamn dead. fault. Should have tried being alive. Go yell at your mom and dad. Read that. Uh, uh, Alright, yeah. should we move on? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. Let's do it. Let's pop so, another one in there. I'll continue the uh, trend of looking backward then. Um, One of the best it areas. Is, it is our 100th anniversary. It's true. Um, so I've been thinking a lot lately for, uh, well, frankly, for job-related reasons about... Lol, frankly. How, yeah. You like that? You got, wait, wait, did I ever tell you about... Okay. Um, so you know how some, some websites uh, scrape content from other websites and just reproduce it and yeah. don't credit? You know, it's like automated, yeah. weird Google SEO stuff. Uh, there was one... Uh, that reproduced an, an article about our game iDarb that had me in it, and uh, but it was translated, mm-hmm. and then and then like translated back to English. I don't nice. Know, some weird thing happened, and uh, and so the uh, it credited me as additional oceans contending sports person forthright Cifaldi. <laughs> forthright. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Forthright would be a pretty fun. My job name title was contending sports person. Contending <laughs> sports person. Wait, what is. Wow. I don't know. Like, what was game your job designer? title in English? I, probably game designer. Game sport. Uh, game is contending game. 
Yeah, I don't know. Sport is a... Yeah, whatever, man. Anyway, for for, uh, job-related reasons, I've been thinking a lot lately about... um, And your monitor's about to go off if you want to fix it. Uh, Man, who cares? How to reverse the trend of uh, classic games uh, becoming sort of uh, devalued monetarily, right? So, like, Sonic 2, for example. Is a game that forevermore no one's going to pay more than two bucks for, right? Mm-hmm. And it's and almost nobody's going to buy it on its own, and it's usually going to be in a pack of other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, video games love comparing themselves to other media, right? And and there's always a sort of like uh, re-release market for movies, um, whether that be Blu-ray or. or uh, uh, streaming or even like newly available to Amazon Prime, right? Is is like another market for movies that keep them alive. And I guess I'm just wondering is is there a way to sort of reverse the devaluation of classic games? Well, or... with with movies, you need extra stuff. Yeah. When, when you do another edition, it's got to have like generally, you know, like if you're if you're going to do a new. Blu-ray release of something. It's got to have some new director's commentary. But do people something. buy Blu-rays for the extras, or do they buy Blu-rays for the Blu-ray? Well, I think the nowadays they, they don't even buy them. So, like, yeah. I think nowadays movies have gotten even more devalued than classic video games because, like, most people are probably going to not watch something that's not on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, yeah. you know, that's that's a... Seven ninety nine for all you can eat movie extravaganza. Yeah, and that's they they would probably love if you had to pay two dollars for their movie like Sonic Two. Um, so it's hard it's hard to say because it seems like the de- the devaluing of content is a crazy irreversible trend right now for all content for all content. You know I. I uh, I've got a Kindle full of free books. Yeah, I've never purchased. Wait, I bought one book, but it was my friend's. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, I just I just wanted to have my friend have sales on his book, but you know everything else. It's like wow, I can get most of H. G. Wells' uh, bibliography. Is that the right word? Bibliography uh, would be good. Yeah. For uh, for zero dollars, so he's one of my favorite science fiction authors. What else am I gonna? Well, what so else do I need? Here's you know here's the problem with that. Other than the obvious, yeah. Um, books, you know, you scan once and they're fine. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like, yeah, yeah. Uh, movies yeah, games need to be ported. Yeah, they need to be ported individually every time. Mm-hmm. And if there's not a market for them. Is there a way to keep them alive that makes sense at all? So, you know, the the thing that companies like Square Enix have done is they have done remakes or additions. So if you look at the DS, you've got Final Fantasy III, but now it's in 3D. Or you've got Chrono Trigger, but now it's got this extra sprawling thing with dinosaurs that's kind of boring, but it's extra. And they charge... The full contemporary price for those, right? But they did have to spend a lot of time doing those. Those were new games, practically. Well, yeah, the Final Fantasy one. Wasn't but the, the, I think that's kind of the way to do it because you know 
for me, I own Sonic Two like four times. Yeah, on a lot of different things, and I don't I don't need anymore. I don't need it on any other devices because I've definitely got it on the devices I need it on. Uh, but you know, if like when remember how excited people got when there was that Sonic Two Unity remake. Sonic Tunity. Sonic Tunity, as it was called. <laughs> and That game looked so good. And it just, it looked really great. It also looked really messy, but it just, it looked super good. And talking about the HD one? Yes. Yeah. And people were just like, this is what, Se- and it was fan made. Yeah. We were like, this is what Sega should have been doing all this time, is just making this. And, uh, you know, people would buy that for yeah. 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. Because it, it was, it it could give the promise of being the game that they loved because it wasn't changed. It was and it was trying to be as faithful as possible. Right. But it just had more visual stuff in it and it looked more exciting. So, you know, remakes may be the only... That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. You got anything, Tim? Well, I'm looking at the chat here and yeah. Mahafune says, at the time Iron Galaxy did their digital download port of the Capcom Dungeons & Dragons arcade games, the original Japanese dev team put out their own port just on PS3 on a disc. Included a huge amount of development sketches, notes, interviews on the disc, yeah. as well as a few easily added things like customizable color palettes. And that is my gold standard for re-releases. I agree with that. I like the Sega Ages series, man. Yeah. You know? Is that, yeah. like, that's not devaluing the game, but it's selling them cheap, but... But treating them really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they added extra stuff. Like in the Knights one, they have uh, the beautiful they, 720p. Yeah, movie. yeah, it's all HDified. And then I remember when the, that came out, there were people on the internet like, "Oh, it doesn't actually look any better. It doesn't look any better." And I was like, "Man, shut up! It looks god darn beautiful." I put it in the backwards compatible PS3 and played it, and it just looked amazing. And so. uh, that Fantasy Zone one, they they made they like replicated. The unreleased, I, I think I'm remembering this slightly wrong, but the unrele- an unreleased arcade version as though it were actually on the board. Yeah. Like they, um, yeah, they made mm-hmm. a new version for an old arcade board, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they did. And that, that's, that stuff is all, that stuff is all cool. And, and, and the, the thing with, um, Dungeons and Dragons with Capcom, SNK did that a lot when they would re-release their games. They would have color palette editors and extra info and sketches and stuff, and that that works pretty well in Japan. It hasn't worked that amazingly here. Yeah, people don't seem to care that much. I feel like though, if you did just taking something like Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons, that's always been hard for me to say my entire life. D and D and and adding an online co-op thing yeah or any other kind of online modes would actually make people buy it uh for different reasons i think uh i'm really interested in seeing how grim fandango hd does because that is like the best possible scenario Mm. i think because it's being sort of heavily marketed it's a game that you know, not that many people played, but a lot have heard of, and, and it's everyone knows it's critically acclaimed and it's supposed to be one of the best games ever. And, like, they actually put real effort into uh, making it, you know, a valuable piece of software. There's a lot of extras and stuff in it. They they uh, upgraded the graphics quite a bit. So, like, if that doesn't do well, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I wonder. I feel like 
I my personal feeling is that it probably won't do super well. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna buy it. Me too. Well, I probably will. I don't know. Maybe I'll get it for free. But uh, I'll take it if I get it for free. Sure. <clears throat> well, but, uh, but people in the chat are saying, "What about uh, what about commentary tracks for games? Wouldn't it be great to have some game commentary tracks?" I don't think anybody wants that that much. I, well, I think yeah. that yeah. if if they did want it, it would. Like, that would be better as a separate thing to just watch. I mean, I've, Frank, we've talked about this a lot. Yeah, and I've never, yeah. yeah, I've never enjoyed in-game commentary. That's, because that's like mixing media. The Portal one work. was okay. It was okay, but I would rather watch a video. Yeah. I would rather have uh Me too. Yeah. Um... So I don't I don't like commentaries, interactive commentaries. Yeah, having having videos and stuff included in your re-release of the game just yeah. sweeten the deal somehow. You know, add yeah. online modes. Uh, for me, I think it's cool if you have like a co-op game like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, add an online co-op. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, don't touch the goddamn graphics. Yeah. You know, that's number mm-hmm. one for me. I want Final Fantasy VI on my iPhone, but I don't want it to look like that. You oh, know? that's terrible. Yeah, I, I don't want that. Dragon Quest Eight uh, on the iPhone was remade in Unity, and it's portrait mode only, and it's disgusting. Like, don't touch the goddamn graphics. Don't yeah. do stuff like that. Well, unless you're going to do a good job. Unless you're going to do a really good job. I do think that Final Fantasy Three on the DS has a nice look to it in itself. Well, you should see it on the Retina iPad. It looks. But like I don't better. consider Final Fantasy Three keeping Final Fantasy. I mean, I don't consider that release. To be a re-release of the original, it's a remake. It's a remake. It's a remake. It's a, yeah, at that it's a point, totally yeah. different thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. I would love a straight-up pixel-perfect remake of uh, Final Fantasy IV on my iPad. Probably be I'd really play, tiny. I'd play something like that, <laughs> pixel-perfect. But All yeah, right. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You got something else, Brandon? And uh, sure, yeah, I've got a, I've got a query. A couple other people, yeah. So, in my short answer to that, Sega Ages, baby. Yeah. Why did they have to stop? They stopped it at Fantasy Zone, didn't they? Was, was that, that the last, last one? one? I had like all of them. I literally had all of them, if you remember. Yeah. My collection was beautiful. Yeah. Now they're all gone in the trash. Yeah. In a dumpster somewhere. If you're in Tokyo, check the dumpsters. I couldn't I couldn't Five save those ones because they were gone by the time I got there. I had them all, man. God darn. Yeah. All the good ones. All the goodness. I have most of them. That was like the Criterion collection of video games. Yeah, that's the closest we got. I got that Gunstar one. I love that one. Yeah, it's a good. I love that fantasy star one. God darn it! I think I don't have the no idea of the Panzer Dragon. Those those all upscaled to 1080p, so nice yep. on the PlayStation Three. Super nice. Yeah, just do more of that, guys. Come on, less Nintendo Virtual Console. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nintendo Virtual Console blows on the Wii U. The end. That's all I have to say about that. Okay, uh, <laughs> I've got another question. Let's hear a cue. Which is gonna require some uh, paraphernalia, some clacking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll bring my screen back to life. My my question is, let uh, well, or rather the the prompt is let's try to determine which or decide among us which is the best console. I mean, best controller for playing two D games on a console. Two dimensional games on any console. So I brought a bunch of them with me here so that the people on the stream can see. The people that are listening just with their ears cannot, but that's okay. We'll describe. You can Google them if you feel like it, or you've probably seen them before. Yeah, I reckon you might have heard of them. Uh, so I don't know where to start. Well, okay, we got a whole mess of them here. Yeah, there's a uh, whole bunch. I mean, like, obviously, priority one here is D-pad. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything else is secondary. So right now, I want to get it out of the way. This, uh... Yeah, get that Dreamcast this, out of the way. This Dreamcast? Well, I want to get this one out oh, of the oh, way. This I, I want to get this this villain out of the way. You yeah. should describe uh, what you see. This is a Nintendo Entertainment System rectangular controller. While iconic... Uh, I mean, it's got a plasti, plasti switch, right? Yeah, the, plasti, the plasti switch. switch. It's got a plasti switch. Yeah, while iconic and chewed on by what looks like to have been a small dog. Probably a good? small dog, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is an awful controller. Yeah. Uh, we put up with it as kids. The cool thing I like about it is the ability to hold it upside down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think everybody who played Mario 3 held this controller. Oh, I, I never did that. But uh, you hold it upside down with your thumb firmly pressed like that and hitting the back of the thumb on the A button or the uh, mm-hmm. the second, the first knuckle right there. That's how you play Mario 3. But that D-pad is so hard and so tall if you have not played on an NES in several years and only have the nostalgia, uh, know that that D-pad was really bad. So why don't we go in a row by maker? By maker. Okay, so on so, to Super Nintendo. So on to Super Nintendo. I've always liked the plastic switch of the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I think the Super Nintendo's got a good good plastic. Um, it's I, yeah. I kind of kind of do and kind of do not like that the two of the got, buttons are concave. You got concavities on the top and convexities on the bottom. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved it for Mario World. Um, it does, yeah, because one of the buttons feels like yeah. different from it, the other. It does help you to differentiate, but yeah, I, it 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 feels pretty good. I like I like the dog bone uh, format. It, it I did get a little um, like I would put my my ring or middle finger on the underneath part, and I would get little blisters there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. like. I played the Super Nintendo a lot. I like this D-pad. I like the Super Famicom one a little better. Super Famicom does not have concave. Right, but right. it's color-coding. And they're color-coded, and many games, if you play RPGs on emulators, Japanese games, they'll be like, press the blue button to open your menu. Like, they yeah. actually yeah. call them by the color, which is really neat. Yeah. Because uh, they were thinking about mainstream accessibility even way back then. Uh, I like this controller. Blindness. But uh, I like the, I will submit that the ASCII... ASCII pad yeah. was better. The D-pad was uh, mm. lighter but clickier, and the buttons were better. Do any of us prefer joysticks? Uh, I kind of... I like joysticks for fighting games, but I learned to play fighting games yeah. on the console. So I don't think... I definitely don't prefer joysticks for platforming. Right, yeah. So A lot of people who grew up with arcade games in the 80s, you know... Just as soon as the advantage came out, that was their, that was yeah. all they played the NES. Right. Uh, so yeah. so for for me that was a terrible controller. Yeah. The NES advantage was hideous. My my example would be Top Hunter on the on the Neo Geo. I played that a bunch on the Neo Geo CD mm-hmm. and uh, used a. I tried to use the the joystick for a long time, and it's a platforming action game. And uh, I switched over to the 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 Neo Geo analog pad instead mm. yeah yeah because i liked it more so what do we got here so what we got here is we got the wii pro oh, controller we're skipping over the n64 we're skipping the n64 for uh, the n64 what are the obvious reasons for not playing 2d games on it oh uh, well i mean yeah i guess you can't play 2d games on an n64 well, the, the, but the d-pad's kind of garbage on D-pad, it's all right it's super nintendo quality it's yeah. a holdy d-pad it's nice it uh Maybe it's uh, using it with gamecube yeah, the, the GameCube's a little tiny yeah, baby. Yeah. GameCube yeah. wants trash. Okay. Uh, the N64 D-pad is surprisingly all right, okay, but there's no no 2D games you're ever going to play with it. 
Uh, the three of us collectively don't own one. Yeah, but I have one. I just okay. forgot to bring it. Okay. Here it well, what, a GameCube or an N64? N64. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I forgot. I did skip the GameCube but this by is accident the, because the Hori digital pad. Yeah, uh, is really nice. Basically, the N64 pad, but perfected. Like it has the the puffs in the back to hold it, so it's yeah. a dog bone shape, but I it's like better. Those puffs. And the way this Y button, like these buttons, are not that great. No. Uh, these buttons. That's but, the main problem. But yeah, the, the A button is way better than the A button on the uh, actual GameCube yeah. pad. Like, I mean, I know it's sacrilege to say this with Nintendo now selling GameCube controllers again. That you can buy new GameCube controllers by Nintendo yeah. at GameStop right now. Uh, I'm going to go get some to play video ball with because uh, you can do that. But, man, like... This this button is better than the actual Nintendo button. Like I would love the it doesn't the, it doesn't die the Hori pad out. with uh, more traditional Super Nintendo buttons. Yeah, yeah, it's got the weird little yeah baby, the, the, the paw print. The strange layout is probably what puts it puts it down a notch for me. You know what was horrifying? The D pad is clicky as heck. I was, love uh, it. What was horrifying was playing Mega Man Anniversary Collection on this pad. Oh no! Because uh, <laughs> they they uh, switched the buttons, so A was fire. Oh and no! He was jump. That's terrible. It, and there was no way no to configuration because right. Nintendo had like this weird blanket "don't let people configure stuff" yeah. policy for GameCube, so which was, was weird. I mean, I paid like whatever. I bought it like launch week, and I was like, "I'm going to play Mega Man. It's going to be great." And I played it for maybe two hours, and I was just like, "I can't reverse my brain." <laughs> Did you know Smash Bros. on the Wii U lets you turn off the press up to jump? It lets you make a jump button. Nice. Nuts. That's nice. They actually anyway, did that. Love the horror pad. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that D pad a that's, lot. That's one of the front runners here. Um, so now we got a Wii Pro controller, which I've never held. Let which me... um, so I I like it. The D pad Wii Classic light, controller Pro. Light. That's the oh problem. no, it just falls right out of my hand. Here, let me see it. This was like no, from Monster like Hunter. Yeah, it's Ooh. weird ergonomics, pillowy buttons. The D pad is. Light and insignificant. Like that it's lowercase uh, letters. The D-pad yeah. feels the smooth buttons. to me, though, which I like. I, the, like. I love the texture of the plastic on yeah, the back. The D-pad's okay, but it, I feel like I'm playing like a like a weird plug-and-play Pac-Man thing. Now, have you played with one of these? I have not. Because you have not. If you want to feel something... That's the Wii U. The Wii U Classic Pro. Controller Pro. Yeah. Uh, I like that D-pad a lot. It feels pretty good. Uh, it's got that same kind of plastic... Which I, which I like. Yeah, it's got that weird porous plastic. Uh, oh yeah, that's not, that feels pretty good. It that's actually is. Heavier. It's it's really good, man. It's like legitimately great. I'm still Hori's still my favorite. Yeah. Well, you want to you want to feel a good time is play that Super Mario 3D World with the D pad and these buttons. Yeah. 3D World. It's nice. It, it's my dream has come true of wanting to uh, being able to play a Mario game with like an Xbox controller. Uh, right, so we moving on to Sega Town? Yeah, let's what? move on to Sega. Sega buttons. All right, I did not bother to bring a Master, Master System. System controller. Yeah, because because it, Wait, do you want to do the NEC first? Sure, we, it, we have one NEC controller. So I actually have a lot of NEC you controllers. You have all of them? But I only, yeah, but I only brought one. Um, I, I like it for the time. I think it's one of the easier controllers to use of that era. I wonder what uh, inspired their controller. Yeah. The NES controller. It's yeah. it's the exact same, same controller. Yeah. Except it it's like this this D pad moves around. Yeah. Which it's got a little which slide. I actually it. like. Um, and uh, the buttons feel pretty good to me. Um, but 
It is. It's very similar. I have a, you know, I've got the three button controller. I got the six button. I got the PCFX controllers. I got. I like the six button. Yes, the The D pad is. Some of the six buttons are good. It's not a joy um, to hold, ones. but it's, yeah. I like the weight of it. They tried to give it some ergonomics. Yeah, they gave it uh, a little bit. Yeah, this D-pad, is it rocks a bit, which is weird. There's yeah. a uh, there's one that Hudson made that has kind of rounded top that I like. A oh, roundy top. A uh, little place to put your fingers. That was called but, the roundo top. Yeah, roundo top. But this yeah. probably isn't going to make our top. Nope. Our yeah. top five so, or anything. So now, stock Genesis here's here's a stock Genesis controller. Three button Genesis. It's got three buttons for your uh, yeah. You your can claw use your hand. use your fingers on it. Uh, Get your fingers all stompy on it. Anyone want to grab? Yeah, hold? I mean, I I hated the button layout. I always did. Yeah, especially because it's like that one of the buttons is going to be insignificantized by the game designer. Yeah, they, like they're going to be like, well, I only want to use two buttons. It's like, which two are they going to be? Yeah. And it's like Streets of Rage had the A button as like your super attack because they just have to put something on one of the buttons on either yeah. side so that you use the other two buttons more. Yeah. So I actually didn't, I didn't mind that at this all. I remember, I think it was NBA Jam was was C shoot. Like I remember A was turbo and C. Yeah, know, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, so you had to like do the claw hand. The Super Nintendo was the way to play that game. But uh, one curiosity for me as a kid that I really liked about the Genesis 3-button controller is how there's arrows showing all the directions yeah. around the pad. I thought that was... It's really superfluous and stupid, but it's great. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, the NES has them uh, engraved in the D-pad. It has them engraved also. Yeah, it has them engraved also. But, I mean, it has it has them engraved, but for these, yeah. for the, yeah. the eight directions. Uh, but then it has them actually, like, printed on the... Circle yeah, around the pad, exactly. which I like a lot. But the D-pad is too, uh, I don't know. It's an interesting intermediate between yeah. the... Uh... So uh, now we got the six button, which I, I like how that D-pad feels. And for for my hands, it's a really good size. And I I love six button control, six buttons on the face, like I was saying before. I learned to play fighting games on a console and it was really really tough for me when I was I went over to some friend's house and tried to play Street Fighter and I was like wait there there's six buttons but mm-hmm. there are four on the face here and I gotta use these side thingies. That was real tough for me. But then I, I got, you know, that, that turbo on uh, on Genesis with the six button. I was like, ah I get it. I get it. These are all the buttons right here. They're right, oh, man. right here in front of me. Did you ever play uh Street Fighter Championship Edition for Genesis with the three button controller. Yeah, I did. yeah. It's press start to switch yeah. between yeah. punches and kicks. It's just oh. like, wh- who thought that that was even acceptable, even moderately acceptable? And then I've got this little mode button here that will switch you to three button mode if yeah. the game won't recognize the six button. Oh, yeah. is that what that button? Yeah, yeah. That's far. it's like a couple of games. I think. I can't really. Yeah, there's a couple of games that required you to press that. But you know, there's at, some at the first screen. There's some games on the Genesis, for example, for example, Ranger X, aka Ranger X, Ranger X, that without that six button controller, um, you're 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 adrift in the wind. I mean, you can you can do it, but the ultimate experience is with the six button, and it just feels so right on that thing. And yeah, I like oh, I like the D pad on it. I like the buttons. Uh, D-pad is whatever for me. You can you can hold it kind of like to the side a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. 
So now, now we get to the Saturn. Everybody's favorite D-pad it's, in the world. It's my favorite. It's real. All the buttons are real clicky and clacky. This one's extra clacky because this was the budget controller. I should have brought yeah, the um, cheaper one. I should have brought the uh, harder one, one an American one too. But like the it it was part of the way between what the Neo Geo was doing with its analog pad. So the it, it's really like a disc that you rock. Mm-hmm. It and it and it really feels that way. So you're you're when you're moving it around, your thumb just stays inside of the divot, which uh, I like a lot. And these buttons are just very very tactile, and the shoulder buttons click. Um, and so yeah, Saturn. That's that's the Saturn S controller, I guess. Okay, it was I like the D pad a lot. Yeah, it's a good D pad. It's a real good D pad. I don't like the shoulder buttons. It's one of the world's favorite D pads. Well, not a lot of Saturn games use the shoulder buttons. That's very fair. much. Yeah, the shoulder um, buttons are not. I that feel great. like I have yeah, to concentrate great. to press these. I feel like I can't nah, just it, naturally. If you press if you uh, if you actually got into the moment, you would find that. Uh, yeah, so the buttons are cool. The D pad is cool. Uh, you get so yeah. I was gonna say the Genesis six button. You get some false positives sometimes, but not with the Saturn, which is weird because yeah. the D pad is floppier, yeah, like and softer and more pillowy. But you, it's more responsive somehow yeah. like these wear though like your right feels like a little bit worn yeah like, they, i mean they do just this is the cheap one yeah that's the cheap one i mean i've got like six of these love that start just button. the one i happen to pick. yeah is this I like a usb or start button is for some reason the only thing that's squishy yeah yeah well, it's, it's, it's weird no, you have the feel this you have the clicky shoulders oh, yeah. and then squishy. uh so uh there's a little tiny like you you describe these buttons as tactile but yeah as a person who owns a really loud keyboard, I'm going to say these are sort of tactile. They're like uh, well, I, I'm, these I'm are the, the top buttons are yeah like, but the bottom ones are I don't know. They they there's too much wiggle. They wiggle too much. Uh, they don't right. all. Uh, yeah, they wiggle. They wiggle. They don't always. Like, I want wiggle. them rock solid. All right, so we've been at this for 16 minutes. Okay. That's good okay. though. Okay. This is good TV. <laughs> I think I think this is a good. Uh, Dreamcast good, controller. Good episode 100 sort of a discussion to talk about all that these. That D-pad is uh, So the Dreamcast really controller, this, this D-pad is really rocky, but it, man, it didn't, it didn't do that much for me, um, it's but weirdly, I don't hate it. It's weirdly underrated. Um, I actually think it's a nice D-pad, but I wouldn't want to play games. These are my favorite shoulder buttons. The shoulder like buttons are rocks. very springy. Yeah. They really, uh, like, but they also, as you may recall, broke, uh. Frequently on the, on the early ones. All right. Um, so I didn't know that. And but. as a, as a bonus cast, you can play. You can use. Uh, there's another D pad inside with it's your got VMU. Multi pad. Yeah. So you know, I could I could be uh, doing doing my Street Fighter moves right here on this VMU inside. So, That's not true. I don't think I've ever played a 2D game with a Dreamcast pad. Oh, I played a bunch of them. Like, oh, that. you can play uh, that Soul Calibur, which is not 2D 2D. I played a bunch. Played a bunch of. Uh, bunch of fighting games and um yeah, there's a whole bunch of them on there man what else what else did i, I, I play love the shoulder shooting? buttons on that i yeah. hate i hate the cord coming out the bottom though yeah, that's they really shifted the paradigm yeah, these triggers are neat they're wow by modern standards you know it's just it's been a while since i played with one it's like they're pretty low yeah it's like you know you're riding your speedboat it's like Cigarette boat I triggers. Just remember, They're crazy so taxi funny. feeling really good on that. I just I don't know. Like it, I feel really comfortable driving on, on that controller. I like this analog stick concept. It pushes and then it 
kind of yanks when it gets to the end. Like mm-hmm. you have like a pull. And like you can that. also on that one very clearly feel uh, if if I'm not mistaken. Oh no, never mind. You can't feel the. I, I was gonna say you can feel the gates, but I was remembering something else. Oh, you else. Can, you it's can very, feel it uh, reach a hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's like uh, this the the amount of give. Uh, it really sharply pulls off. Are you thinking of the nunchuck, maybe? Because you can feel the gaze really good on that. Yeah, and on the N64 one as well. Could be. Uh, yeah, that's probably so what I'm that's not about. a good uh, 2D one. Seems like. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's oh, not, it's it's not it's not the best. The distance between these things, I don't know. Yeah, between the D-pad and the and, uh, uh, yeah, and the just, buttons, it's it feels like you're flying a, I don't know, like you're driving a yacht. I don't know. I don't really Do you like, like driving that. a yacht sometimes? All right, so that's uh, cool. Xbox? Xbox? Xbox, Alright, so we can knock these out real fast. Xbox, D-pad, this is the Xbox controller S. That that D-pad blows balls. I don't even remember it. It's bad. And this is an Uh, S controller. That's an S. It's an S, which is the superior one. Uh, It just floats around. The Duke, the big controller, has a really meaty, weird D-pad that's like a melted record. It's like parts of it are bumped up and parts of it are groovy. Uh, the Xbox 360, Xbox 360 controller. First gen one is a probably the worst. Wildly had. complained about. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's widely. Like 60%. Well, yeah, widely and wildly. I got used to it a little bit, but. It's like 60% false positives. Alright, so then the, uh, what do we call the, it? The Chrome. The, I've never the, played with the one, re-release, but it feels pretty. I thought good. we did a stream with one, did we? Okay, then so I that's that's the Xbox 360 re-release controller. Yeah, with the uh, the D pad that you can swivel to change it from a like they actually like offer you a choice. Like there, it says on the box you can change the D pad from a disc to a pad, and it's like, who? What idiot would make it this disc? It feels. I mean, it still feels all right. Yeah, it feels. It's almost Saturnish, but it's not deep. Like, yeah. You know, your fingers kind of left hanging off the cliff there. Mm-hmm. There's the Saturn. The, what made the Saturn was that the, the you're getting in the trench. Yeah, the, yeah. The divot, the trench. Yeah. Now, do you want to go to the unofficial ones, or do we go? Xbox well, I just want to nominate my favorite unofficial Xbox 360 unofficial controller being this one. is uh, PDP's. Yeah. Uh, PDP's Battlefield 4 controller, which has this cross-shaped D-pad that is. Really sublime, feels really good. Let me give that a touch. See, uh, this yeah, has been the only caveat is that it breaks. Uh, uh, controller breaks. It also f- somehow it feel it feel those triggers though. It it doesn't feel. It feels a little cheap. Yeah, yeah, somehow. a little bit. Just a little bit. It is a twenty nine dollar controller, but yeah. as far as that goes, the analog sticks have very little dead zone. It has mechanical shoulder buttons. It has uh, triggers made of steel, which is amazing yeah, to me. That's cool. Uh, the face buttons are very responsive, low action. Nice controller. For a 2D game, I'd want L1 and L2 further back. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's, let's get that Xbox, Xbox One. one. Uh, I've got, first of all, I have 16 of these controllers. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know how they got here. Yeah, I, I can feel the the clicks when it's, when it's engaging, uh, yeah. which is nice. People, like, uh, were very... Uh, what do you call it, constructive about this D-pad when this controller was announced. They were like, oh, that D-pad rules. Uh, but then when people started playing with it, they're like, oh, maybe it's not so good. I have played some emulators with this as the controller, and this D-pad is a goddamn champion. Yeah. This D-pad is fantastic. for uh, like It doesn't look like it. It looks small and insignificant. Uh, I love the triggers. They're my mm-hmm. second favorite triggers after the Dreamcast ones, which are too low, so I guess they're my favorite triggers. The end. Yeah, they got some ergonomics and stuff. Um, I don't 
I still don't like the I don't like the positioning as much as I do the straight across on the Saturn the positioning of D pad to uh, to buttons. So that's that's always going to kind of make it less <laughs> less enjoyable for me for a 2D game. Well, on that note, PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2. I didn't yeah. bring PlayStation 1 because uh, I mean, this whole evolution is pretty straight yeah. Yeah. forward. I, I just want to say that, for the record, the PlayStation 1 original controller is the best PlayStation controller. Okay. It's, re- it's, uh, it's really good. I could have brought one, but I couldn't find it. In they've got, like, this solid steel body inside, and it's, like, really Definitely solid. Definitely felt strong. And the D-pad was really nice. So my problem with the PlayStation 1 and 2 D-pads is since they, since they separated all mm-hmm. of the individual directions uh it tore up my finger real bad for for fighting oh, yeah, games or frantic things getting it eaten up. yeah so i i would get i would get blisters on the playstation uh but on the saturn i wouldn't because my thumb was stuck in that divot so any kind of wild movements were okay because i was i was firmly planted in there mm-hmm. so um, playstation controllers in general have my favorite um hand grips yeah my favorite uh, face-to-shoulder button ratio. I well. hated that cable. Oh, the cable, the cable kept getting in the way yeah. of my fingers whenever I played games. It made me want to Oh, scream. yeah, the, the closeness of it does that, too. But I did not like scream. the D-pad all that much. It's fine. <clears throat> I can deal with it, but I, I don't... I don't like... Like, I feel conscious of the divot in the middle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not invisible. Yeah. Well, the PS3 D-pad is way better. Yeah, PS3 D-pad is, is, is definitely better. Oh, it is. Yeah. Um, it's much better, yeah. It's still... It's, it's got a, like, more... A higher action to it, so you're you're pressing down more. It feels a little better. But... It's still, like, a L1 and L... Uh, L2 and R2 on the PS3 a lot. Yeah. So, yep. that's, that's the old PS trips. And, and now then, we got uh, PS4. Definitely the best D-pad of the entire PlayStation's best triggers. Shoulder buttons are pretty nice. I've been playing all my ROMs. Talking about PS4. PS4 controller. I've been playing all my ROMs with this controller. Uh, This D-pad gets no complaints at all from me in terms of its responsiveness action. It's pretty good. Yeah, and they they tried a little harder with putting Uh, putting a a real divot inside. It's still split apart. That's Mm -hmm. probably like a... uh, Patenting, but, but it but it gives more. Yeah, it's it's, it's not uh, it's not hard or high. Yeah, so <clears throat> I I like it better definitely than the other PlayStation controllers. Also, it syncs uh, natively over Bluetooth to Windows and uh, Mac. Uh, it also syncs to the PS3, so you can nice. play PlayStation Three games with this. Uh, I think you know if I were going to choose one like. I mean, I have like a million controllers in my house. This is the one I... I use the PlayStation 4 controller for all my 2D games nowadays. So I think my... I'm saying that's, I guess, my default choice. All right. I'd want a... Uh, I think I want a PS3 controller with a with a Hori uh, GameCube D-pad. And Hori GameCube D-pad. Oh, I've got one of those. Really? I mean, it's the Hori uh, PS3 controller. What is that? It's in the, the blue box. No, that's the Horty Gem Pad for the Xbox, which also actually feels pretty good to me. It actually is, but the the buttons are too close to the analog. Stick. The, the yeah, Horty Commander is pretty all right too. I have. Uh, all right, go get that. Well, yeah. you've played with my favorite Horty controller, the EX2. It's this one for the Xbox. Sure. That D pad is. Yeah, it's pretty good. So for for me, it's definitely going to be. It's still going to be the Saturn. Oh, that guy. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's really, 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 really close to the. 
So my favorite is the Saturn because of six buttons on the face, which I want for playing fighting games with. And I the the buttons are they're all available and they're um, with to my thumbs, which is how I prefer to play things. And they're close enough together without being too far apart. And uh, and I just love that love that thumb divot. I never feel like I'm making any mistakes with this thing. And you can get a you can get a USB one as well, which I do have. So uh, wait, no, I don't have. I have a PS2 one. But so, um, so I'm a weirdo one. who played most of my video games on that Super Nintendo, and I like this these four buttons, and I like to have my finger like that, and I can play Mario Three with this controller, mm-hmm. and uh, I like the PS4 controller. But at the same time, I also really like this, which also. Connects over Bluetooth. The, the, the Wii the U Wii classic U. controller. Yeah, you see that one. But it's a little. I don't know. The buttons are a little too low. But yeah, yeah. the Saturn is so good. Yeah. But it's just. And, and remember, we're talking specifically for 2D games here. So yeah, yeah. You know, you you play your your Rockman X4 on the on the Saturn, you're gonna have a good time. It's yeah, uh, play that. It's some real precision. I might of these like Super Nintendo the best. Oh man, just stock Super Nintendo. Because you have the concave button and the convex button. I like the button. concave and convex because mm-hmm. I, I like resting my finger on it. You like the contrast you know, between yeah. concave the and Saturn's convex. The Saturn's got concave versus convex but it's as in the well. wrong order. <laughs> wrong for you, yeah. <laughs> right for me. Because but like, like that's thumb resting button. You know, the Y button on Super Nintendo, the American Super Nintendo, is where you rest your thumb and it feels nice like because it's concave. Oh, well, yeah. you know, it's on, on the Saturn, it was the B Pretty much, like, cause yeah. you're, you ha- then you're, you have A and C accessible sure. to you, uh, and it's, that's a concave button as well. Also, amusingly, on the, on the Saturn controller, you, you can't see this at home here, but there are, uh, CD and VCD playback button, uh, I mean, uh, like, what do you call it? Function indicators mm-hmm. on here. On the, on the shoulders, you got, uh, step back and step forward. On the Y, you've got to stop. On Z, you have play and pause. And on X, you have repeat. So as long as there's a desk clamp immediately above your controller, you can see that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, All right what do we got in chat? Oh, uh, we got uh, Belthegor says DualShock 1 is the best DualShock, which is true. Uh, Kajin says worst D-pad is the Steam controller. That's a good burn. Uh, which yeah. it actually can be used as a D-pad for clicking the little thing. Uh... What do we got? Uh, never I forgot Chris. the Steam controller existed. Yeah, oh man, crazy. it's I, so cool. I tried. I can't one. wait to have one. I tried one at. It was a prototype. Yeah. At a, well, that's what I've tried at, too. at a guy's place, and it it felt like it was empty. It felt like oh yeah, it's it a hollow piece of plastic. The 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 sole ripped out of its side, and it was sh- jangling around when I was shaking it. So I didn't. Yeah, they're it. gonna they're gonna have a good thing for it. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of a prototype. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, we got people saying they're pretty into the PS4 controller. NC Games says pretty into the PS4 controller. Just wish it didn't have the gimmicky touchpad. Share options. Giant light. Hey, share button's all right, man. I have a good time pressing that button and putting a screenshot on my Facebook. Uh, <laughs> and the options button, you know, it's in a good place. Which is weird because somebody, like we had Video Ball at this day of the devs thing. Somebody kept hitting the share the options button while playing like pausing the game like keep oh i don't know like i don't know why is the start button right there it's like it's pretty far away from all the stuff you don't have to be flailing your fingers all over it and people are saying the giant light is cool for local multiplayer but it's the brightest thing in the room nc game says yeah you can dim it in the settings you can dim it all the way down to the minimum but whatever yeah uh 
I guess, what are people saying? What does everybody think is the best controller? Yeah, well... Uh, Apple Steak points out guy who won first place in SF4 at Evo used an original PS1 controller. Luffy, yeah. Yep. He did win with that, and that is a good controller. And I heard him on a stream uh, where he said that that was his original PS1 controller that he got in 1995. Did he say it in French, though? No, he said it in English. English? Yeah. I actually recorded it with my iPhone, because I knew they were going to ask him about it. Yeah. And I have a voice recording of it. We can pop into the podcast for the uh, podcast edition. Uh, We can have it in there. Uh, But he did say it was his original PS1 controller. So it sounds like we're not going to come to a consensus, and we're just going to have all of our individual favorites. Yeah. So, I well, even my, my favorite isn't like a clear favorite. It's like, yeah, it's of so, all the ones I touched today, this is what I'd prefer to use. I uh, I guess I'm going to just say I, I play all my ROMs with the PS4. Yeah. Play Spelunky with the PS4. You know, you know, whatever. Yeah. It works. If I'm making a 2D action game, if I were making a game that was like Elevator Action Returns, for example, I would be thinking of it as being a PS4 exclusive. And I would feel okay with that. Yeah, that's what I would say. I would think of mine as a Saturn exclusive, and <laughs> yeah, but well, then nobody would ever buy it. Yeah, because you couldn't, be even, couldn't even make it. Yeah. You could try. I could try, and I do also own Elevator Action Returns on the Saturn, and it feels great. It does feel great. Yeah. I played it on. I used to own it on the Saturn as well. It's a good place to own it. Yes, I, I don't anymore though. All right, should we wrap up? I guess. Uh, we yeah. Should. Oh man. I had a really good question that was uh, sensitive to episode 100. Well, should we just do it? How long do you think it'll take? Well, it's a lightning round. Let's let's lighten it up. Okay, are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. I have right here on my computer a spreadsheet. You do? With 100 cells on it. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. The insert credit. Not even best video games of all time. Name... We're going to do a round robin as fast as possible, and I'm going to type them all. We're going to name 100 video games. Free association. There's going to be so much keyboard clacking, I'm going to hate myself. Uh, Don't worry about it. Uh, We're just just yell, and then I'll be typing. Uh, So, we're just going to name 100 video games. And, like, I don't want to put any ideas in your head. Yeah, sure. But, like, maybe uh, try not to name too many games from the same series. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Try to keep them going. Try and try. Doesn't how, even doesn't matter if you like them or hate them. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with games I like. But okay. well, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good idea. Which order are we going? Uh, I'll start with Sonic the Hedgehog two. Okay, there Gun, you go. Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes. Mario three. Oh, I like that one. Mario three. Uh, 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 it's just a uh, game. Pass, pass. Panzer Dragoon. Panzer Dragoon. Wait, Panzer Dragoon's Vi. Panzer Dragoon's Vi, right. That's the good one. I'm going to start with the randomness. Princess Tomato. Princess Tomato. Uh, 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 uh Bug. Oh no. Alright. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cybercross. No, Crosswiber. That's the better one. Crosswiber? Crosswiber. Okay, I don't know how to spell that. W-I-B-E-R. W-I-B-E-R. Oh yeah, okay. Black ice, white noise. Black ice. Oh man, the white noise. Uh, Trevor uh, McFur and the Crescent Galaxy. Sorry. Oh, you're doing that, <laughs> Trevor McFur. Um, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. All right. I uh, love that game. Uh, Lance Stalker. Oh, one of my fabs. I almost said Lad Stalker. <laughs> Typing, so that would be a much stranger game. Uh, Shining Force Two. Oh yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's good. I, I can accept multiple climax games. That's good. Um, uh. Uh, Crusader of Senti. Alright. Uh, Uniracers. 
The Uniracer's Wait, rules. That was in the note. Princess Crown. Princess Crown. Oh, we got Princess Tomato. Princess Crown. Um, Twilight Princess. <laughs> oh no! If we're gonna make a Zelda. It's got to be Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Okay, fine. Okay. So your turn again. Or oh, it's my turn again. Um, I'm gonna say Box Revenge. Box Revenge. Uh, Shut final. up and jam. Well, it's my turn. Wait, wait, go, go. Shut go. up and jam, Gaiden. Shut up and jam, Gaiden. Uh, final Fantasy Four. Final Fantasy. Uh, I'm gonna say um, Silhouette Mirage. Silhouette Mirage. Fantasy Star Four. Oh, nice. Um, 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 uh, Plock. Nice. Saturn Bomberman. Oh, that's the good one. Yeah. You Crash play Bandicoot 1. Crash Band Icoot. Yes. Uh, Elevator Action Returns. Okay. Uh, Einhander. Einhander. Pokemon Pinball Game Boy Color. Pokemon Pinball Game Boy Color. Panel de Pwn. Ah, Panel de Pwn. Which was later rebranded as Pokemon Jumping Flash. Oh, God, yeah. Jumping Flash. Uh, Sega Superstars Tennis. Sega ah. Superstars Ten Eyes mm-hmm. Oh no uh, Codename Viper nice. Oh I, god I'm just thinking of Elevator Action rolling. Uh, yeah. King, King, King of Fighters 2001 uh, I don't know why I chose that one 2K1. instead of 98 But I did You want 98? No 2K1, 2K1. It's, it's in there Dr. Right. Chaos Dr. what? Dr. Chaos, Chaos. <laughs> Dr. Chaozi <laughs> oh. I totally knew Heard of Dog Z Wait no Herzog, Herzog's Vi. I, sure. I did it. Herzog Z Way. Alright. Nights into Dreams. Oh, N I G H T. S. Okay. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even like this game, yeah. but Beneath the Steel Sky. Oh, Beneath the Steel Sky. Good name. Sure. Yeah. Where are all the poetic names in video games? I'm going to try to think of one right now off the top of my head. I have no mouth and I must scream. Nice. <clears throat> uh, Gunhead. Gunhead. Yep. Uh, Wing Commander Privateer. A wing commander. God, you're giving me just the longest names you can. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, you just did. I have no mouth. Grim Fandango. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Soku Gurentai. Soku Gurentai. Yes. Lack uh, of love. Oh, lack of love or LOL. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Tulip. Huh? Moon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Little King story. <laughs> There you oh, go. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, bug two? No, we already did. Bug two. No, no, no bugs. No bugs. No bugs. <laughs> uh, crazy taxi. Oh, crazy tax. Yeah, crazy tax. Uh, Sengoku Turb. Sengoku Turb. Uh, virtual on Oratorio Tangram. Alright, alright. Space Funeral. Uh, Space Funeral. Okay. Space Fun Ural. Uh, Street Fighter Alpha 2 Gold. SFA2G. Okay. Your turn. No, wait. Are we I'm going saying, back? I think it's uh, your turn. No, uh, it, it would be your turn again. Uh, yeah. uh, Mother three. Oh, good one. Uh, oh, oh no, I almost. Wait, oh no. <laughs> oh god, they have like eighty-five things. Oh no, uh, okay. I Spelunky was the one I was going to say. Spelunky. So, uh, Outrun two. Outrun two. Ninja five up. Oh, oh I just one. played that game yesterday. It's a good one. I like that. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog two. No, we already did that. Uh, oh no. <gasps> Did you mean Toe Jam and Earl? Uh, yeah, Two Jam and Earl. No, no, no Toe Jam and Earl. I cannot use Toe Jam. Oh, I can't look at video games for... Oh, no. Oh, God, if I completely... It's just any game. Come oh, on. Oh, God. Uh, Vice Project Doom. There you go. 
Um, Ghost in the Shell's standalone complex. Oh, one of my faves. You guys ready for this one? Yeah. yeah. Skitchin. Oh, skitchin. It's skating, it's hitchin, it's skitchin. Yeah. What are we at? Uh, uh, we're at 57. What? <laughs> yeah, keep going. Oh, we're, doing, we're doing good. Right. Uh, uh, Road Rash 2. I knew you were going to do that. Because that's the same marketing yeah. campaign. Uh, Berserk. Oh, Berserk. Wait, which one? Berserk. Uh, Dreamcast won this time for some reason. Oh, man. All right, fine, PS2. All right. Yeah, I love that one. Cannon fodder. Oh, cannon fodder rules. Uh, F- Jaguar version? Sure. <laughs> cannon fodder, Jaguar. Okay. My turn? Yeah. Return fire! Maybe I will! 3DO version. <laughs> no, no, PlayStation version. Um... Xenoblade Chronicles. X Xenoblade Xenoblade Chronicles. Chronicles. Little right. Samson. Oh, Little Samson is one of my five games. Regular size Samson. Normal Samson. No, wait, that's not really a game, is it? Clash of Demon Head. Yeah. Streets is of Rage three. Streets mm-hmm. of Rage three. Euphoria the Saga. Euphoria. Oh man, yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. Uh, Euphoria the Saga. Uh, Mr. Gimmick. Nice. I know that guy. Um, Final Fight 3. Final Fight 3? I almost had Final Fantasy. Uh, I'm still on Sunsoft. Blaster Master. Oh, Blast Mast. BM. Uh, Kickmaster. <laughs> Weird association going on. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I love Kickmaster, though, so. Yeah. Oh, I'm, bl- I'm blanking on the name. Uh, Demon's Crash. Devil's Crash. Oh, Devil's Crash? Devil's Crash. Um, PC Engine and Turbo Graphics Racer. Okay. NBA Jam Tournament Edition. NBA Jam 2 Alright um, uh, 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 Demon's Crest Alright Because Demon's Devil's yeah. Crush Demon's Crest uh, Landmaker That's a uh, Taito F3 game But also came out on PS1 Shatterhand Shatterhand uh, Low G-Man Logman um, Oh uh, Dynamite Hitty Oh man that game is so weird Yeah uh, JJ and Jeff JJ and Jeff. Nice. I'm going to go ahead and uh, not break a rule. Gunstar Superheroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which... I guess it's different. Um, East Books 1 and 2. Turbo Graphics. East version. Book 1 and 2. Golden PC. Axe Warrior. Engine. Golden Axe Warrior. Yeah. Well, the old weird, SMS. Uh, yeah. That's a good weird one. Uh, Alex Kidd and Miracle World. Which I actually gave a good, honest college try this week. Uh, Oscar, one hundred twenty percent limited. I, I guess I should say limit over since I have any limit since over. I have whatever choice I want. Yeah, yeah there you go. Monster Take, World Four. Monster World Four, excellent choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adventure Island. Oh, new Adventure yeah. Island. Yeah. PC Engine, the mm-hmm. best one. Mm-hmm. I love those games. Oh, right, it's my turn again. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, I said Outrun 2. Um, in that case, I want Battle Garega. Battle Garega. All right. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh, man. Super G&G. Super Ghouls and Ghosts, uh, Game Boy Advance version. It has no slowdown. Uh, I was thinking Super, sorry. Oh, man. I, li- I like the Super Graphics version myself. Yeah, Super Graphics. Yeah. Nice choice. Super yep, sure nice. Uh, Lufia... Two, Rise of the Cine Strouds. Uh, layer section. Layer section. All right. It just popped in my head. I don't know why. Treasure Island Dizzy. Yeah. Treasure Island Dizzy. Oh, no. How did that get in here? I don't know. Is that that Dizzy egg fella? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not even like one of the good ones. 
Alright, that's it. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, Thunder Force 4. Uh, TF4. Love that game. Yeah, that's a real good one. Really um, good. Darius Gaiden. Darius Gaiden. Blazing Lasers. Oh, Blazing Lasers. Wait. Is that also Gunhead? Blazing Lasers. I don't know. Is it, yeah. Wait, it is. It is. Yeah, it yeah is. sorry. Uh, then uh, uh, Bloody Wolf. Oh, Blood yeah, Wolf. Yeah, good. That wolf is just dripping. Dude. Um, Who's next? You. You. Me? Yeah. Me? Uh, Demons. Demon Sword. Ninja Spirit. Nice. Hey, those are actually very similar games. Tasmania Game Gear. Oh, God. Man, that one got into my head after you said Dizzy. <laughs> God darn it. Oh, man. We have a bat. This is, this is great. We are going to publish this list on the Facebook, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So. On uh, the old that. FB. Your turn, Tim. Oh, God. Oh, no. Um, you know what? Mother 2, Earthbound. Yeah. Right. I know. Yeah. They can Fine. both be on there. Uh, Super Magnetic Neo. Super Magnetic Neo. All right. Porky's Haunted Holiday. Oh, man. I, re- I want to play that on Fun Dumpster. We uh, should start doing those. And you get the last one, I guess, Tim. The last one. Gotta make it a good one. Is. A real good one. <sighs> Better be real good. <sighs> <sighs> oh, no. Or real bad. Maybe we should leave it up to the viewers. No, we can't. Nah. Viewers don't get it. So. Number 100 is just and you. <laughs> yeah. And, and you. you. Secret of Evermore. Okay. All right. There you go. There we go. That's our list. All right. Oh, so God. they can go see this at what? Facebook.com Facebook.com slash IC podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Yeah. God, know. that was great. I had a fun with that. I can read this list real fast. Ready? Ah, it's too, come on. Oh, come on. Nah. You timed me. Check it out. Uh, Sonic 2, Gunstar Heroes, Mario 3, Panzer Dragons 5, Princess Tomato, Bug, Cross Wyber, Black Ice, White Noise, Trevor McFur, Call of Duty 4. Uh, here you go. Do the next 10, Brandon. <clears throat> uh, Landstalker, Shining Force 2, Crusader, Santa, Uniracers, Princess Crown, Zelda, Links of the Path, Bong's Revenge, Shut Up and Jam, Gaiden, Final Fantasy 4, Silhouette Mirage. Fantasy Star 4, Plock, Saturn, Bomberman, Crash Bandicoot, Elevator Action Returns, Ein Hunter, Pokemon Pinball, Game Boy Color, Panel Pond, Jumping Flash, Sega Superstars Tennis. Number 40? 31. Oh, 31? Oh, uh, Codename Viper, King of Fighters, 2001, Dr. Chaos, Herzog, Zvi, Knights, Beneath the Steel Sky, I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream, Gunhead, Wing Commander, Privateer, Grim Fandango. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you're on 41. So cute, Lack of Love, Tulip, Moon, Little King Story, Crazy Taxi, Sengoku Turb, Virtual On, Ontario, Tangram, Space Funeral, SF2 Alpha Go. I mean, S- Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2, Alpha, Gold. Street Fighter Alpha 2 Gold. Whoa. Mother 3, Spelunky, Outrun 2, Ninja 5 0, Vice Project Doom, Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, Skitch and Road Rash 2, Berserk, PS2, Cannon Fire, Jaguar, we're on 61. 61. Uh,. Uh, Return Fire, Xenoblade Chronicles, Little Samson, Clash of Demon Head, Streets of Rage 3, Euphoria of the Saga, Mr. Gimmick, Final Fight 3, Blaster Master, Kick Master. <clears throat> uh, Devil's Crush, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, Demon's Crest, Landmaker, Shatterhand, Low G Man, Dynamite Heady, JJ and Jeff, Gunstar Superheroes, East Books 1 and 2, PC Engine. And then uh, Golden Axe Warrior, Alex Kidd in Miracle World, Asuka tw- 120% Limit Over, Monster World 4, New Adventure Island, PC Engine. Battle Garega, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Nintendo, Lufia 2, Rise of the Sinistrals, Layer Selection, Treasure Island, Dizzy, uh, Bring It Home, Star- God, Treasure Island, Dizzy. Thunder Force 4, Darius Gaiden, Bloody Wolf, Demon Sword, Ninja Spirit, Tasmania for Game Gear, Mother 2, Super Magnetic Neo, Porky's Haunted Holiday, and Secret of Evermore. Well then. Wow. You've just listened to 100 video games. Yeah, pretty good, huh? I guess that was uh, the insert credit 
show, episode 100. We hope you enjoyed episode ourselves. <laughs> and we're going to put this list on the Facebook. Follow us at uh, facebook.com slash podcast. Yeah. Even we'll, though it should be IC show. We'll see you later. Show. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Insert credit show. Over, yeah! Have a good time. See you all later. Uh, pop it on. Take a look. Uh, pop your face. <laughs>